Thank you for joining us this Wednesday afternoon on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called Talking and Walking the Truth. It comes from 1 John chapter 2, verses 1-11. through 11. And you know, from the very beginning of Jesus' ministry, he emphasized that it's not what we profess, but it's what we possess that counts for eternity. In his major message, he declared, by their fruits, you will recognize them. He went on to say, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of the Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 7, verse 20 through 21. In the same way, John is emphasizing here that our claim to know Jesus must be backed up by our conduct. This is necessary if we are to be certain about the reality of our faith. So let's go ahead and we'll read verses 1 through 11 of chapter 2, 1 John. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. The man who says, I know him, but does not do what he commands, is a liar, and the truth is not found in him. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him or her. This is how we must know that we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Dear friends, I'm not writing you a new commandment or a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have heard. Yes, I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and you because the darkness is passing and the true light is always shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother lives in the light and there is nothing in him to make him stumble. But whoever hates his brother is in darkness and walks around in the, in the darkness. He does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded him. May the Lord add a blessing to reading his word. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and we thank you for your love and for your mercy. Most of all, we thank you for your teaching today, found in 1 John 2, 1 to 11, that we can walk the walk and talk the talk. It goes hand in hand. Lord, we live in a world today where there's so much talk or lip service as we talk about it. But they're not walking the walk. Their life does not show you. They both must go hand in hand. Darkness and light cannot live in the same. Light will overcome the darkness. So Lord, just be with us during this podcast today on this Wednesday afternoon. Give me words and wisdom. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Amen, amen. So as we were talking in the beginning, you know, Jesus' earthly ministry, he emphasized not that we do lip service or we just talk. You know, sometimes, like we said before, it's like the outward. We put on the good clothes, we wear the best that we have. It looks good on the outside, but all the while on the inside, there's darkness. Sometimes we can be smiling on the outside, but on the inside, we're not smiling. Someone once said to me, said, Pastor Doug, said, how come you don't smile? And when you do, you don't smile much. And I said, because I'm always smiling on the inside. But I'm not one that smiles a lot. I have that kind of stern face, I guess you could call it. And uh, I don't smile a lot. I do like a good comedy now and then, and sometimes they can really uh, get me going. And then I smile and laugh on the outside. Sometimes we need that now and then. But it says here, it's not what we profess, but it's what we possess that counts for eternity. And that's the key today. What do you possess? Is it things here on earth, possessions? The Lord said, didn't say we couldn't have things, but those possessions, if we hoard them up, we fill our closets with many, many pairs of shoes, and we might wear them once in a blue moon. You know, it's not about the shoes, but it's about what we possess that counts for eternity. All those shoes and all those clothes are not going to count for eternity because you can't you can only wear one pair of shoes and one set of clothes you can't take them with you someone else will inherit them or they'll be given to goodwill uh, a thrift store we have in america second-hand clothing store but it's what we what counts for eternity and in jesus's first major message he declared that he said in matthew chapter 7, and I want to go there and follow up a little bit. I want to back it up. And it says in verse 13, Matthew chapter 7, beginning with verse 13, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate that is broad, and the road that leads to destruction, and many will enter through it. It says that the gate is broad. And the road that lead, it will lead to destruction, it's broad and wide. But it tells us as Christians to enter through the narrow gate. Verse 14 says, But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. It says, Watch out for false prophets, those that will lead you astray, those that teach false doctrines, those that distort the word says they come to you as in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. You know, they have their own interest at heart. It's all about them and what they can gain here on earth. It's like that light and darkness. They may look like the light on the outside, but there's darkness on the inside. Verse 16, it says, By their fruits you will recognize them. 
Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Have you ever bought some oranges? And I talked about that the other day. One of the oranges we got was looked good on the outside, but in the inside it was already starting to rot. They were in cold storage. They looked very, very bright and shiny orange. Looked like it would be very sweet, but it was already rotting on the inside. It says a good tree cannot bear fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the verse that we were reading earlier, thus by their fruits you will recognize them. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? In your name did we not cast out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house upon the rock. The rains came down, and the streams rose up, and the winds began to blow, and they began to beat against the house. Yet it did not fall, because it had a foundation that was built on the rock. I think of one of the old-time hymns, On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rains came down and the streams rose up. The winds began to blow and beat upon the house and it fell with a loud and great and mighty crash. So it's like we were talking about today, talking and walking. So let's take a look at some more of the scripture today. So it says, Dear friends, verse 7 of 1 John chapter 2, verse 7, I am not writing a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is a message you have heard. Yes, I am writing you a new command. It is truth. Its truth is seen in him and in you, because the darkness is passing and true light is always shining. You know, one day the eastern sky is going to crack open and, and the Lord will descend and take his church home. And the light will shine forever. Ever and ever and ever. It says, anyone who claims to be in the light but hates his brother is still in the darkness. And you know, hate has no, no place in the life of a Christian. You know, we are going to get upset. There are things we dislike. We use the word, I hate that, or I hate this. And you know, we have to be very careful in choice of words. Because the world hears what we say. It's that talking and walking the truth. You know, 
someone, a friend of mine was a pa- is a pastor, and we met many years ago, and his son used to always say, oh, I'm scared to death, or it's going to be the death of me. And uh, the father said, man, I've got to change that saying because he, it sounds so eerie. And he said to him, he says, maybe I, I should change it to life instead of death. If we're Christians, we have new life in Christ. And he said, oh, I'm scared to life. So it's kind of funny when you think of that, you know, uh, we live in a world, we say these things and we don't mean what it says, but it's just a sarcastic saying. In America, we have a lot of slang and sometimes the slang doesn't translate very well in other languages. And sometimes it can come out not, not very good. But we have to be careful of what we say and how we act. The writer goes on and says, um, uh, because the world sees what we're dealing with, and I apologize, but the world sees how we react to situations. How do we treat our brothers and sisters? How do we treat those that that we don't even know? We come to meet them, they're in need, or the people that we deal with each and every day. How do we respond to the situations? Even at work, this, the way we respond, people say, oh, he or she, is supposed to be a Christian. Look at the way they're acting. They're no different than the world. People see. Sure, sometimes we have to hold our, bite our tongue or hold our tongue. Sometimes we just have to walk away. Sometimes we have to just forgive and forget. We must forgive our brother and sister. Verse 11, but whoever hates his brother is in darkness and walks around in darkness, but he does not know where he's going. You know, if you've ever closed your eyes or got up in the night and there's no lights on, you know, I've gotten up sometimes and I hit the end of the bed with my knee because it's just high enough, the bedpost, and you know, you're just like, uh, you knew there's so many steps, but sometimes you forget, you know, or sometimes you go and you, uh, you're lost in the dark. You know the way, but sometimes because it's so dark, you're not sure. You have to be very careful if you're on the second floor and you're near the stair steps or near places that you're not familiar with in the dark. But I want to back up a moment in verse 10. It says, whoever loves his brother lives in the light and there is nothing in him to make him stumble. Just like the brother that's in the darkness, he will stumble, he will fall. But the one that is in the light has a, a clear view, a clear sense of direction, a clear sense of where he's going or she's going. Because it tells us there, the person that walks around in the darkness does not love his brother. It says the darkness has blinded him. And you know, we... I don't know what it's like to be blind. All I know is when you put a blindfold on and you cannot see it's dark and someone tells you to follow them or to walk, you're trusting them. They say, go right, go left, five steps forward. You know, I remember playing a game uh, about that to see who could get to 
uh, from point A to B to C to D. And, you know, one time I remember following directions, but in my mind, I was kind of doubting the person that was giving me the directions and I end up running into the wall. I didn't get hurt, but I ran into the wall. And it was because I was more focused about trying to do it myself on my own without the person's leading. So today I want to remind us, it, it follows up with First uh, John chapter 1. Here we are in the first part of First John chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. Fellowship and forgiveness was yesterday. You know, it still talked about light. God is light and in him there is no darkness. And in chapter 2, it talks about uh, God is, God is uh, the true light and he's always shining because the darkness is passing. You know, there's nothing like getting up in the morning and our season change is, is changing. It used to be very, very light in the morning, but now it doesn't get light till almost six o'clock. And you know, once that sky, the sun starts to rise or daybreak, day, daybreak comes to play, you know, it, it gets light very quickly. But until that daybreak starts, it's still pretty dark out. I think of in the evening when the sun is setting. The sunsets are so beautiful here in Mauritius. The sun is, is awesome the past few days. The beautiful oranges and red sky. But once it gets down below the horizon, it gets very dark quickly. But then all the street lights come on and lights that people have, solar lights in their yards, will begin to come on. And then we turn on our outside lights in the night so we can see. So today I want to remind us, are we talking the talk today and walking the walk? Do we profess what we possess? Will it count for eternity? So I want to remind us this again. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And that's our promise today. Are we always going to be perfect? More than likely not. Can we strive for perfection? Like I said yesterday and many times before, we can. And with the Holy Spirit's leading, we can, we can overcome. If we try to do it on our own strength, we will surely fail. We will be like this person in the darkness. We, don't, we won't know where we're going. We will be tossed like a ship on the sea to and fro. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this message today. We want to thank you that we can obey your word. We can know that you are love. We can know that God's true love is made perfect in us. Lord, we can know that you are the light, the true light. And you're, you're already shining. You've been shining since the beginning of the foundation of the world. 
of creation. And with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have the hope of seeing him, seeing this great and shining light. We have this restoration power. We want to do the will of the Father who is in heaven. Lord, help us to claim this Jesus. And we need to live as if we believe in Jesus. We need to walk the truth. We need to back it up with our conduct, what we say, what we do, how we act, how we interact with other people, whether they're family, friends, or just a stranger that you meet on the road, or in the city, or on the bus. Maybe it's a coworker, but all that we do and say, we must reflect the glory of God. We must reflect who we are. So today I want to remind us as we pray, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and will purify us from all unrighteousness. That's the hope we have today. So if there be someone today that don't know you as their personal Savior, we pray, Lord, this can be the day that they can confess with their mouth their sins. And you, Lord, are faithful and just to forgive their sins. And you will purify them from un all, right un uh, all unrighteousness. This is the hope we have today. Lord, we pray this will be the day that they will come to know you as their personal Savior. And Lord, we pray for those that are traveling along life's road, that are talking the talk and walking the walk. We pray for supernatural power and strength. We pray for patience. We pray for comfort. We pray for strength in ways supernatural. We pray for families, Lord, that are struggling. Lord, you must come first in everything. Lord, bless these families. Bless each individual that listens to the podcast and any, any of those that will listen in the future. We thank you for the opportunity to bring forth the message each and every day. Lord, you get all the glory. It's, it's, it's not mine. I thank you for giving me the privilege and the uh, avenue to bring forth the message. We thank you for giving me the words. So Lord, we ask you bless, bless each and every one who's going to listen to this broadcast today. We ask for your hand of mercy and protection upon them. And we'll give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor in all that we say and do. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us this Wednesday afternoon on Hope for Today. And we look forward to bringing you a message of hope and encouragement on Thursday. God bless. Have a good afternoon. Pastor Doug Solomon.